the only thing that stops us is our own limitations and we get in our own way. And so if we have that vision in front of us and we have our intention set on that, and then we have these next two steps, that's all we need to know. What am I doing right now? And being in the energy of possibility and then start. So there's a term, it's called PETA. It's prioritize your energy, then take action. Because if yes. you're taking action in the wrong energy, you are not going to get the results that you want. So good. And that's <laughs> one of my third pillar in the training system <laughs> I have. The biggest thing I want to talk about productivity, people come to me, it's like, oh, I can't balance. I wish I can do more. I like what I do, but how can I be into the next level? The next level means how can you manage your energy? How can you reboot your energy quickly and not feeling like, oh, at the end of the day, then I'll go to the gym. Hey there, my friend. Welcome to the Powerful and Passionate Healthcare Professionals Podcast. I'm your host, Sabrina. I am a cardiothoracic surgery PA with a background in public health and neuroscience. I'm also your peak performance coach. I had to say no to working extreme long hours where I was always on call and feeling exhausted, underappreciated, and undervalued, and said heck yes to a life and career that elevates my energy and passion without compromising my health and sanity. Now, I'm among the mission to support ambitious healthcare professional like you with a demanding career to become a confident leader who are living purposefully and fulfilled to truly be both a powerhouse in your career and a passionate person in life. Let's start our journey today. Hi everyone, this is your host, Sabrina. Welcome to another episode of the Powerful and Passionate Healthcare Professionals Podcast. And today we have the honor of having Pamela Lynch with us. Welcome, Pam. Hello. Thank you so much for inviting me to be on your podcast and to speak to your audience and you. It's so thrilled to be here. Thank you. I'm grateful for you to joining us from Canada. We definitely have a diverse audience in the States mostly, but we also have speakers, really experts all over the world joining us. So I'm appreciating that you are here. So Pamela is a self-mastery coach for creatives who helps writers transform their inner impression so their outer expression is valued. She inspires and supports aspiring professional writers to optimize their energy. This alignment helps them to flow effortlessly, take more significant leaps, and see massive results by honoring their creative cycle. They gain clarity and confidence by knowing the patterns that influence them. And it's such an awesome topic to think about that even as all of us who are healthcare professionals, we all have stories, we all have different ways that intrigues us, that we can create interest into our life. And that can turn into book. And especially for all of you guys who are out there who are really good writers, I'm not. That's why I host podcasts and I do public speaking. And 
and I know my skills are. And you guys who are really good writers, bloggers, definitely tone in because Pamela is going to share with you some awesome tips. So thank you so much for being here. Thanks again. And you know, it's funny because my. Core audience are creatives, and even as as a podcaster, you're creative, and you likely do up a script or you outline at least. You know, you you wrote to me and outlined what we were going to talk about today. So we're all writers in some capacity or another, and most people don't see themselves as professional writers because they don't get paid for it. And one of the things that I love to teach is about emotional mastery. Because we have all of these limitations that we put on ourselves. What I'm not a writer. I I don't know how to write, even when they are writing, and just being able to sort of clear the deck on that and saying we are all creatives, right? We're creative beings, and knowing that when we can gain some insights into what's holding us back, so what's creating. Us from being stuck, and so one of the things in writing is that when we feel stuck, it's a good idea to just step away because stuck just to me means that the idea hasn't flowed through fully yet. So to create space in your day, and the writing wants to flow through you. And as a creative being, when we open ourselves up to the creative energy that flows through us, when we're tapped into that. We have no idea what wants to flow through in that moment. We can have a sense of it. So when I'm working with writers and I hold sessions for them, and it comes to time for them to actually write, and often they'll they'll think about what they want to write about, and then when they sit down to write, it's something completely different that flows through. And so it's about being open to knowing that. We might not know what wants to flow through us right in this moment, but when we are open and we're curious about it, then we just see this magic that flows through for us. Yeah, that is a really good point. Now, I also know my skills are not writing, therefore I don't prefer it. But we all communicate in different ways, and you do have to put something on. The piece of paper or in an email, so people know. Especially those who are learning skill are specifically with visual. They do have to see those words to make that connection. Versus the rest of us who can potentially auditory learners. That's why we prefer the speaking and talking. We have apps out there, which is really cool. The other. App, you can talk into it. You have a video recording and transcribe for you. It does make things easier when you do want to write. And our mind definitely. I'm one of the person. My mind goes faster than I can type than I can write. So if I really concentrate to trying to type and write, my thought is already gone. Versus if I'm recording it and then transcribe, things come faster. So it's the same way. Why I said I'm not a good writer. I admit that because of my sentence structure, and then of course I didn't grow up in this country in a way I wasn't born here. So definitely that is something that helped myself to back end of things. But one of my article on my simple three steps to thrive and bring joy back into our career in healthcare has been published on Kevin MD, which is one of the biggest platform. That healthcare professionals are sharing their thoughts, which is really awesome, and then got invited to their podcast as well. So I think all of you guys listening, you can submit your thoughts and just share. Just be creative, and it doesn't have to be clever. It could just be the raw story that you experience that you want to tell others. 
Oh, absolutely. And it is such a great tool to be able to do voice to text or voice to create the writing process. And I've used that with clients where they are, it's similar. They have this huge message that they want to get out into the world, but they want to speak. They're better being on a speaking platform. And so they feel if English is not their first language, then they sometimes get caught in, are they saying it properly, right? As that when they're trying to write it, and instead of just speaking it, we actually want to use our own tone and our voice in our messages. And so when we speak it, it allows that essence of who you are to come through, right? Which is so beautiful. That's so true. And the funny thing is, you can actually find different opportunities that people do launching book together. And one of my friends actually approached me with the idea. And recently, I jumped on that wagon, knowing that it's a joint and collaboration, of course, that brings out synergy. When you're just doing it by yourself, sometimes writing a book does seem like it takes months or a year to complete. But when you are having that small part into it, and everyone has a small part, and that's when you become something significant and push the movement forward. So I'm kind of excited that one of my friends who is also a coach are partnered up with different Asian, actually, like entrepreneurs to help highlight us as Asian women to boss up. And I thought, hey, we need to represent ourselves. So this is other tip that people might be considering. Would you say, what's your take on this, Pamela? On the collaborative books, it's a beautiful offering. I've been in one, right, where there's like 40 different writers and I had my chapter and it's a beautiful way for us to be able to tell our story in a short fashion without the daunting task of writing a book. And because it does take a year, it takes eight to 12 months to actually create the book, write the book, produce the book. And my passion is really at the the front end of that in guiding people to tell their story. What's the most important thing? And the one thing that I've seen is people have so many stories, they don't know which story to tell, right? So if you're doing one chapter, then it really, it's one idea. And a book is one idea. And each chapter is an idea from that idea, right? So it's, you want to be able to just really uh, know that there's more books. If you have lots of ideas, there's more books to write. And being in a collaborative book is beautiful. And one of the things that I want to highlight too, is that the energies that go into a book, right? So if you have a collaborative book and you have all these different people, each doing a chapter, then you have this essence, this theme that happens, right? So your approach to write a chapter and there's a theme that happens and the book flows, because of all of the people who were chosen, there's no mistakes. There's no mistake that you're part of this book, right? We have, I call them sacred texts, where it's this sacred creative work that wants to be done. It doesn't need to be a book. It can be any kind of writing, but it's this sacred message that wants to be shared with the world and it can only come from you. And so when you're in a collaborative book, that sacred energy is literally converging to create this one creation. Which is amazing. Think about how many talents are out there and we don't really need to just start by ourselves. We can leverage on each other's resources. And sometimes for many people, if you just wanted to get your word out there as your creative self, you can start just 
by going live on social media. You have Facebook. I'm sure all of you guys have more than 500, sometimes thousands of people who you're connected to, and Instagram or LinkedIn. And LinkedIn has been more than just a professional. Platform where you just click connect and then never really talk to people. That's not what professional networking means. It's actually put yourself in the spot that you stand out, so you're no longer just a authority with X Y Z experience, but you're actually an expert in your field. That's why people want to get to know you. And how do you become an expert? A book is a great idea, or simply sharing your own opinion, your research, and your knowledge to stand out. Yeah, and we want to be able to share our stories in a way that are meaningful to other people. So, even with speaking, and definitely with writing, and be also thinking about our avatar, right? Who's our ideal client? Thinking about that one person. I think that was probably the best advice I received in speaking: is that it's not about me. It's about that one person in the room, whether the room is in an auditorium or if it is LinkedIn or on a Zoom call. That one person who aches to hear your message, and it's so important for us to speak up right now, whether it's in written form or vocally on video, blog, whatever that is. There's somebody that needs to hear your message. That is so true. When we speak. And especially for some people, they feel like speaking is that nerve. Oh, I can't say that. Who tells you you couldn't say X, Y, Z? Where did you heard that from?、Yeah. And the nervousness is not about other people not accepting you. It's actually you are not accepting yourself. A lot of time, we have to think about what Pamela was just telling us. The message is the core. Someone needs your message. Someone needs to hear your story because that story will connect to them, empower them, inspire them to get to the place where you have learned the courage or the method to do. It's not really about you at the time. It's really about who are the people who are listening. And I know when I learn public speaking, there are really different. Story forms. There are five of them. There. Whether you create something based on love, based on revenge, right? People tell you you couldn't do it, and then you show them otherwise. And stranger in the strange land. You never know what to do, but you kind of just got curious and you figure it out. Or the rag to riches. Someone got from nothing to someone who created something amazing, like Oprah. And then the last thing is the. Golden Globe type of Grand Corral, you had a, such a strong mission, and there's nothing else out there. You just know you can do it. You just know you have to be the one to figure out. Would that be so inspiring? So knowing there are so many different type of stories that we all have lived through, just pick one. Start somewhere. That's so beautiful. And there's a point that you made that I want to elaborate on is that when we feel the fear, because fear and excitement. Live in the same place in our body, and so when we feel the fear, it's just on the other side of our comfort zone, right? Because we're, we're stepping outside of what is comfortable for us, and it just might possibly be excitement that you're feeling, right? So seeing if you can switch that up when we're feeling the fear rise up, 
and just go, what if this is excitement that's on the other side of this fear? And then just lean into it and step forward. So well said. I remember I seen this illustration. So our primitive brain, of course, we're just seeking for comfort, pleasure. So you have the most inner circle. It's your little comfort bubble. And once you step a little bit outside that circle, that's the fear zone. Ooh, what ifs? What if I fail? What if things don't go my way? What if I have to plan 10 different steps just so I can predict the future? So tiring. But <laughs> Pamela also told us that fear might be just excitement because you know that something can go really well for you. So guess what's outside the fear zone? It's growth zone. Once you are growing, you're learning, you're being resourceful, all these new novelties come into you. That is excitement in itself. And once you go outside the growth zone, guess what that is? Acceleration, right? That's when you start achieving and things just moving into that ultimate, beautiful, joyful direction that you are going in life. Yeah. Yeah. And there's six stages to transformation. And one of them is acceleration, right? So we normally stop at the activation, which is the action, right? As coaches, it's like, let's take them to activation, but there's three more stages beyond that. And one of them is acceleration, right? So when we are able to it's just like this dot on the outside of the, the comfort zone, right? It's just like, just need to get to that. And then, like you said, it's like you have this expansive experience. And the what if, we think in terms of limitations with the what if, what if this is going to happen? But what if this is possible? What if that what if is now a possibility instead of a limitation? Exactly. The what if should not stop you. Once you will make that tiny step, actually then bump into the confidence competency cycle. You need to start with one small step that's measurable, that's achievable, right? If we have too much big goal, then you're like, oh, this is a great dream. When do you ever start? And sometimes we procrastinate because the goal is too big. Now, once you take that tiny step, then you give yourself the confidence to do even more of that. And that's when you start to get into the momentum, be creative and change a different way to make things better or even easier for you. And then, of course, build into competency. So now you become skillful at it. And with time, you're expert. Yeah. And it's such a good point that you made. You know, when we have these big dreams, we have goals that we want to achieve and we look at it, we think about like, let's take a book, for example, right? There's a lot of steps to writing and creating a book. But what if you're in your goal, you look at it and you say, this is my goal. This is my mission. This is what I want to achieve. What if I only needed to know the next two steps? That's all we need. What am I doing right now? What would be the best step for me to take right now? And then be in the energy of knowing that you will, you don't have a dream without the possibility of achieving that dream. The only thing that stops us is our own limitations and we get in our own way. And so if we have that vision in front of us and we have our intentions set on that, and then we have these next two steps, that's all we need to know. What am I doing right now? And being in the energy of possibility and then start. So there's a term, it's called PETA. It's prioritize your energy, then take action. Because if yes. you're taking action in the wrong energy, you are not going to get the results that you want. 
So good. And that's one of my third pillar in the training system I have. The biggest thing I want to talk about productivity, people come to me, it's like, oh, I can't balance. I wish I can do more. I like what I do, but how can I be into the next level? The next level means how can you manage your energy? How can you reboot your energy quickly and not feeling like, oh, at the end of the day, then I'll go to the gym. Oh, when I have a break, then I will stretch out. It's not to wait for the next phase. It's you're pre-planning these smaller times, what I call then these micro mental vacation. And it takes about only two to five minutes. And when down right, like that, focus is back, mind's calmer. Of course, you can be more productive because you can focus on what you need to do and not thinking about this 10,000 things that are bombarding your head constantly. So yes, without the right energy, productivity means really nothing. And thank you, Pamela, for bringing that up. I do know there are a bunch clients of mine that I personally work with that are writers. So it's very exciting for you to be here. Can you share with us for anybody else who are listening, who thought about even to become a writer, once they have written a book, what to do next, just like what you refer to, what are just the next two or three steps? So we have something to look forward to. So if you're talking about the, they finished writing the book, right? Thinking about who their audience is before they even write the book, they need to know their audience, but how are you going to get the message to your audience, right? So the book is written and it's really interesting that the books that I've published are downloaded books, right? So they come through source and because they come through source, they believe it doesn't need to be edited. So after you've written the book, it needs to be read by whoever is in your field who would love to read your book first and then get feedback. Be open to the feedback from your community and not necessarily your family because <laughs> there's a whole bunch of reasons why not. But with people who you love and respect, who are in your industry, who would value the knowledge, this is before it even goes to an editor. So you want to have other people read it first, receive their feedback. And then when you are looking for an editor, make sure that you have a conversation with them. You maybe read something that they've edited right? Ask for samples of their work and feel the energy of the person. Because when you're creating something and it doesn't matter what it is, for a book, as an example, when you're creating something, the more people who touch the book, the more energy goes into the book. And then your energy might be not as powerful, right? So it's like you want to keep the essence of your energy in the book. So be really mindful of who you invite in to work on the book with you. So true. It's your baby. It's your experience. Who do you connect with? There's statistics showing every one negative experience takes three positive one to overcounter, right? So if you wanted to make sure this is the positive energy and you're going to bring on even more positive energy to this awesome bubble of your creation. And that is right. You have to interview the editor that you're working with and even the publisher. If they're really in the same vibe as you, that is a beautiful creation. Thank you so much, 
Pim for sharing those steps with our audience and who are the creatives out there who wanted to publish something. And I think everyone would love it to get to know you more and to potentially contact you when they need to write a book. I definitely know there are people I can refer you to so they can really benefit from talking to you. So how will people find you? I am easily found by PamelaLynch.com and I have a beautiful meditation that I have just created that's on my Kajabi platform, which is books.mykajabi.com and it's right on the front page and it is to help ignite the energy within the creative zone, right? So it's this waterfall of wisdom that came through in a meditation. So that is something that I love to share with people. And I'm on Facebook as in all my social media, I'm Pamela Lee Lynch. So people can find me through that. Perfect. Thank you so much for your time and for your wisdom. And thanks to everyone for listening in to us. And if you love this episode, please subscribe and leave us a review. We really wanted to hear your feedback. And for all of you who wanted to hear more topics for our podcast that we haven't covered, please contact me directly. You can find me on all social media with my phone name at Sabrina Rombach or send me an email. Have a great day, everyone. All right, my friend, how did you love this episode? Make sure to subscribe to our show so you can continue to build your positive intelligence for that beautiful mind of yours to live powerfully and passionate. I know this just the tip of the iceberg. You probably have a lot more questions on actually how do I implement those things into my own life? Well, this is the solution. Joining us inside the private Facebook group Go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash powerful passionate where I go live weekly to answer any questions that you have and continue to put more resources for you to help you to get to that point. You can be both powerful and passionate where you're no longer working on any mundane work and truly focusing on the things that matter. You can be both powerful and passionate where you can overcome any mental roadblocks keeping you from success. You can be both powerful and passionate where you feel energized from the moment you woke up to the time you go to bed. Join me and together we can create a life where you can be both powerful and passionate.